Welcome to Life on My Terms, a podcast dedicated to helping you become the best version of yourself and take charge of your life. In the podcast, I sit down with experts in health and wellness, all the way to relationship, career, and life advice. My goal for each episode is to empower you to be your best self, become 1% better every day, and achieve everything you want in this thing called life. You can do this. Now it's time to believe in yourself and build your life on your terms. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to Life on My Terms. I hope everybody is doing well today. Um, Brace yourself though, because we are getting ready to talk about one of my most passionate topics, especially from coming out of burnout. I'm actually writing a book. Um, The topic today is actually gonna be a little excerpt from my book um, because we're gonna talk about energy vampires today. And I know the name kind of brings giggles or smiles to people's face, but listen, energy vampires are real. They're lurking all around your life and you have got to become aware of the energy vampires. Um, Taking burnout completely aside, Energy vampires are wreaking havoc on your life. And a lot of times when we have those moments where we have that fight, flight, freeze, or freak out feeling, um, that's often due to either choices we made or things that others have inflicted upon us. And, you know, before I get into sort of diving into what an energy vampire is and the common types of energy vampires, I just want to say this. For as long as I can remember, I feel like my purpose on this earth has been to lift and brighten up people. That's what I'm here for. Um, Whether it's my family, my friends, um, whoever it's always been, I have sort of been that person. And so if you're having a bad day, I tend to be that person that, you know, cheers you up and makes you laugh. And I oftentimes am very lighthearted and I can make light of situations. And because of that, I am very prone to having energy vampires enter my life. Um, And for me, being an energy giver, um, energy vampires suck kind of your soul away and they leave you depleted. And the, the thing is, is like if I'm, for instance, chatting with my mom and trying to make her feel better and bringing that energy, most of the time my mom's going to give me energy back. But what an energy vampire never does is give you the energy back. And so you're left with a totally depleted battery life. Um, and that again is weighing on those bouts of unmanaged stress or like, why am I so tired? Well, energy is your most precious currency. And so we have to protect our energy. It is not available for people to beg, borrow, and steal. So Today, I want you really to be reflective as we go through these examples. Um, I've got like 10 that I wrote in my book. 
And these are going to be your most prominent energy vampires. And I guarantee you there are folks lurking. And the thing is, folks, these people can be anywhere and anyone. So what is an energy vampire? So energy vampires are people who, and let me tell you this, they sometimes intentionally do this and sometimes unintentionally, but they're people who drain your emotional energy, period. They feed off your willingness to listen and care for them, leaving you exhausted and overwhelmed. And a lot of times too, they can tread on that emotional abusive side. So if we're thinking about some of our leaders and bosses in our past, there could have been like a borderline um, emotional abuse through this um, energy drain. And like I just mentioned earlier, energy vampires can be anywhere and anyone. They can be your spouse, your best friend, your mom. They can be your cubicle mate, your neighbor, your virtual colleague. They can be anywhere and they are lurking all around us. They can also be on your social media feed. And so when we're scrolling social media completely in a trance mode like we tend to do, you might be sucking in bad energy from an energy vampire lurking somewhere in our digital world. So Learning how to identify and respond to this toxic behavior can help you preserve your energy and protect yourself from a great deal of emotional and physical distress. And this is what I was saying before. One thing I want you to take away is this. Energy is your most precious currency. It is not there for free. And so you have to protect it. Okay, so let me go through a couple of types of energy vampires that simply just lurk around. These are like the very simple sort of ways that you could create like a checklist. Okay, so first, they don't take accountability. Energy vampires are often charismatic. They may slink out of trouble when problems arise because of this charm. They're crafty and may pin problems on someone else in almost every single situation. It is never going to be their fault. They never accept culpability in their role in any disagreement or issue. And they're often left holding the guilt and possibly the blame. And so a couple of examples would be something like you hear a phrase, I can't believe no one could get this right. What an embarrassment. Or I just sat there. He kept getting angry at me and I still don't know what I did. So you can see in those examples, this is a complete lack of accountability. Um, they often probably did do something and no wonder the person got mad at them. Okay. So remember that emotional, um, sorry, energy vampires are never going to take accountability. They're always involved in some kind of drama. So energy vampires always find themselves in the middle of a catastrophe. They're flailing from target to target with their emotional and dramatic behavior. And when they've landed on you, they fling this drama onto you in hopes you'll absorb it, fix it, and right their ship. So for example, 
why am I always the one everyone gets mad at? I don't deserve this. Or I just can't take this anymore. I didn't do this to Ellen, but she stopped talking to me. Why can't everyone be as kind as you? So you can see this sort of flipping, right? The, these types of folks are, they're constantly navigating the waters of like who is on their good side and who isn't. Like, can they strip you of energy today? No. Okay. Well, they're going to jump over to Ellen now and strip her energy. So it is really terrible. They always are going to one up you. An energy vampire never likes to be outdone, and they aren't keen to share the spotlight. This is one of their many narcissistic tendencies, actually. They struggle to feel genuine happiness for another person, and instead they prefer to pull energy to feed their emotional demands. So if you haven't talked to a person in a while and you decide to reach out and say, hey, I just want you to know that I wrote a book and it's going to be available on, at Target, you know, go check it out. They'll say something like, well, that's good news. I actually applied for a new job today. And guess what? I need some help with my resume. Do you mind looking over it? So they're going to like blankly acknowledge your good news, but they're totally going to shift to them being the center of attention, taking the center stage. Um, another example of how this could happen is something like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Only three more certifications to get caught up with me or only three more books to get caught up with me. So they're always like pushing it back at you. And this is not healthy. It, it leaves you feeling defeated and you're like, wow, I was just really excited a couple minutes ago. Energy vampires diminish your problems and they play up their own. So they feed off your emotional energy. And if you're sad or upset, your energy supplies are dwindling. To drain the most energy from you, energy vampires will shift the attention of the discussion to themselves, turning your dismay into their emotional buffet. So they could say something like, I know your job doesn't pay well, but at least your job is fun. You have to help me find a new one. Or you're super swamped at work and I get it, but I really, really need to talk to you tonight about this issue with Mark. You know, this one probably stands out the most if I was to guess with you listening right now. It's like, wow, Remember those times in your life where you've had, you felt like you've had no one to talk to. And when you do talk to it, it's like, wow, now I'm in somebody else's problem, like inserted in. And I didn't even subscribe to this type of thing, but somehow you're doing it. You feel bad to remove yourself. So the next thing you know, you're up till two in the morning talking through issues with Mark. Who cares about your bad day? Um, this is probably my least favorite trait of an energy vampire, but they always act like a martyr. Um, <laughs> energy vampires place their problems squarely on the shoulders of other people. They take no responsibility for their contributions to their difficulties, and they always take the role as the hero. Um, 
what they're seeking is emotional support to boost their self-esteem. So they're, they're going to say stuff like, he's always so unreasonable. I do the best I can, but it's just never enough. Or this day started off bad and it only got worse. Or they might say something like, oh gosh, well, I just had to stay late at work. Who else was going to do it? Ah, this trait really bothers me. Energy vampires use your good nature against you. That's one thing to really pay attention to. So people who are sensitive and compassionate are prime targets for energy vampires, like I mentioned earlier. You offer a listening ear, a kind heart, and endless energy. And in that way, energy vampires use your very nature against you. They're draining you of your vitality. So an example, um, they know you'll feel guilty turning them down for coffee or dinner. So they ask you regularly on purpose. Um, they monopolize your time at every social occasion so they can have as much of your energy as they can get. It's unbelievable. If you're going through a self-assessment right now, you're probably like, okay, I'm in self-reflection and guess what? I have about four people right now on this list. Um, so let's keep going. Energy vampires use guilt trips or ultimatums. Ooh, this is another one that gets under my skin. They often rely on guilt trips to get what they want. And they know shame is a great weapon against people who are compassionate and caring. So likewise, ultimatums are an effective way to capture a person's attention and coerce them into doing something they otherwise would not do. So examples, I don't know how you expect me to make it without you. I'll just fall apart. How many times in a relationship have you maybe said, hey, this isn't working out. We're toxic for one another. And then somehow the guilt trip lures you back in. Or this is a terrible one, friends. But if you really care for me or if you really love me, you'll call him and tell him X. Please don't do that to people. And if someone is doing that to you, you better put them on the energy vampire list right now. The other things to know about energy vampires is they're codependent. So these folks tend to have codependency issues. And codependency is a type of relationship where every action is designed to elicit a certain reaction from another individual. It is a vicious cycle of behavior, but energy vampires rarely recognize that they are in them. And they use these relationships, often romantic ones, to continue spinning a cycle of drama and emotional need. So some examples of what they might say. I know this isn't a good relationship, but it's so much better than trying to get over him and learn to date again. If I just ignore him for a few days, he'll totally beg for forgiveness and come crawling back. Ugh, how unhealthy does that sound? Um, sadly, energy vampires do criticize a ton and they also bully. And this is something to keep in mind. Like when we think about our true friends or our loved ones, how many right now can you stick on a note or a pad of paper that says, these folks actually criticize me 
more than they compliment me. So at their core, energy vampires are very insecure. So they may use dehumanizing tactics and criticisms to keep their prey insecure too, and that's you. So in this state, you feel like you owe them your attention and should continue to work to stop the unwarranted attacks. So for example, if you hear something like, I was too stupid to expect better from you. Everyone else treats me like garbage, so why not you? Or you were in over your head from the beginning and I told you that. There are folks in your life, and sadly, that pop into your life that everything's not good enough. They're always trying to pull, you know, you run a marathon, but did you win? Oh, you didn't get your goal time. Those types of people are energy vampires. You need to steer away. Um, the other thing I'll share is that they intimidate so one step removed from criticizing or bullying you, intimidation is a tool that some energy vampires turn to when they need to stir up some emotional fodder. And fear is a very strong emotional reaction. As we know, it's actually really heightened in burnout. It's also extremely associated with anxiety. So when we dial up fear, we have fear hitting us, um, then that is a pretty good tactic for somebody like an energy vampire. And if an energy vampire can upset you, they can bolster their ego. And, and ego is a huge driver for energy vampires, whether they're aware of it or not. Um, so example of what they might say is, I won't tell you this again and again, or you don't deserve a promotion. You don't show that you even really want it. Okay. That line is definitely used. Oh my gosh. So many times in my life with leaders, um, constantly beating you down and you're like thinking to yourself, wait, but I work 60 hour weeks. I've done everything you've asked. I'm like burning the midnight oil. And you're telling me that I don't really want it. This is something you've got to look out for. Intimidation is actually present more so, I would say, than most of these traits. Um, and it is all based off of ego. And you have got to get rid of those people. If Unless you decide to chat with them and express your feelings and they change. Okay. So why it matters and what to do. So energy vampires demand a lot from the people they target. I hope some of you have really listened and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to make a change. Like this is not okay. This continuous drain on your resources though can have noticeable effect on your well-being. And over time, excess stress, as we know, can lead to anxiety, depression, heart disease, <laughs> you name it. Um, and when we get sucked into the very lowest of the low, which is, you know, that burnout cycle where everything, emotional, physical, mental, it's all being affected, these folks will prey on you more and more and more. And that's why it's important to recognize the behaviors and then work to remove them. So a couple of ideas, you know, these ideas are not going to work for everyone, but um, 
you might want to just listen and try to adapt them as we, as you sort of move through and realize like who are energy vampires in your life and how are they affecting you? You need to feel controlled and protected. So number one is you're going to read my mind. I'm sure establishing boundaries, period. Although this is easier said than done at first, it always is. You can and should develop areas of your life where you won't allow an energy vampire to enter. Don't agree to social events like dinner or coffee dates. Avoid weekend trips and other extended events where they'll be in attendance. And if, for instance, it's Sunday and you go visit a person that you recognize as an energy vampire, but you're exhausted, put yourself first. At work, you can limit interactions between the two of you by not agreeing to lunches and not stopping by their desk to chat. Or if you notice that this person is doing bullying tactics, like they are you know, calling you at all hours of the day, sending you repeated Slack messages. You need to let them know that, hey, I only accept calendar invites within an hour notice, or um, I am not going to answer Slack messages past six. Turn your notifications off. That is it. You may need to start small and you want to focus on areas and then expand. So first it's identifying the energy vampires. Next is establishing boundaries. After that, you need to adjust your expectations. You can't fix energy vampires, right? So you can, though, reshape your expectations about them. And some of these folks may be very, very close to you. It's not like you can just go and like get rid of every energy vampire in your life but you do have to have the honest conversation that they exist and hell, it could be your dad. So you have to adjust your expectations. This may involve shutting off your emotional valve. It may be not offering advice when they vent their problems to you. You might just go into listening mode. And by that, I mean, sometimes we can do like the monk form of listening where it's like we are completely tuning it out, but we're still there. Um, this may also mean you can't use them as any type of emotional release either. Um, they'll want to reciprocate. Remember that. So you may have to totally rethink about how you approach these relationships and adjust your expectations. Also, you're going to want to not give them an inch. If the energy vampire calls, stops by, or texts, you don't give them the room. Offer an excuse. I'm too tired. I'm too busy. You could say that you've got plans, you don't feel well, and you know, um, I'm not a proponent of lying, but honestly, these are ways of protecting yourself you need to do sometimes. And sure, you're not going to feel well when you come in contact with this person. When they keep interfacing with excuses and not getting the emotional energy they need, they will look elsewhere. And not that you want to pawn off an energy vampire to somebody else, but we have to be in charge of our life first. It is your responsibility to protect yourself. And so this person will continue to bounce around and hopefully everybody is protecting themselves. If you are in a circle of friends and one of your friends is the energy vampire, try educating or helping your friends also realize that they need to protect themselves. Um, another thing, guard your emotional capacity for everything it's worth. Energy vampires use nonverbal cues to know when they have someone on the hook. And so your facial expression, the way that you lean in, how you clasp your hands, an energy vampire can take 
these as sign of your investment. So if you instead offer like stone face responses and only offer short statements to their questions, you won't open up yourself to their demands and you can reserve your energy for you. And I think the best way to illustrate this is if you've ever been to a therapist um, or if you've actually ever been on a job interview with the first HR screening rep, those two roles tend to have sort of that neutral face. They're listening to you, but they are not showing any emotional responses that leaves you believing, for instance, that you did really well or you got a job that you might not have. So like when you're an HR um, recruitment rep, you've got to stay neutral. In therapy too, right? We're here to ask questions. They're trying to pull and extract information from you, make you feel comfortable, but by far they can't, you know, show you a stunned or a sad or an overly emotional face. You've got to do the same with energy vampires. And then, you know, worst case, you may have to cut them out entirely. Um, if you listen to the podcast episode with, um, Stephanie, she talked about toxic relationships and sometimes it gets so far down the toxic path that you have to cut these folks out. And in most cases, you have the freedom to excise this person from your life entirely. This may seem dramatic, but you have to remember that you're protecting yourself in the end. And if it comes to it where no matter what, you know, this person is just really stripping you down, it, it's going to be time to cut them out. So the bottom line, by recognizing these behaviors and trying to put an end to it, you're protecting yourself, your health, and your overall well-being, which is living your life on your terms. No one deserves to be mistreated or used in this manner, and certainly it's not your fault. Some people refuse to accept responsibility for their own emotional maturity, and that isn't your burden to bear. So the exercise, get out whatever note receptacle, your phone, your paper, doesn't matter. You need to write down the list of um, energy vampires in your life that kind of meet these traits that I went through today. And I want you to think about how you are going to either establish boundaries, adjust your expectations, try not to give them an inch, um, guard your emotional capacity, or worst case, cut them out entirely. If you have any questions on the topic, feel free to reach me on Instagram at Life on My Terms Podcast or via email at info at personalbestcoaching.net. It is time to protect your energy currency with everything you've got. Live your life on your terms. I will catch you next time. And in the meantime, no more energy vampires. Bye, everyone.